welcome back to the cooldown room. Today I'm joined with the amazing Neil. Hello Hi, guys. Neil. It's Hello. <laughs> He's back. Our local I am back. Our local racing driver. Legend. Well, local is a strong word. Okay, that I think yeah, I'm about, he's... <laughs> I'm about like 8,000 kilometers away from you. Right he's not local <laughs> anymore. <laughs> I am not local, no, unfortunately. He's local no. to the cooldown room, which is global. That's so, <laughs> so real. That's so real, honestly. Yeah. I am actively... This is the cooldown room which, in which cool we are sitting. Room. We are sat in the cooldown room. Lucy and you, who is listening yeah. right now. All of we, us together are sitting in the cooldown room. We are all in the cooldown room. room. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, so we're currently in the off week of the F1 season. We've just had two races, the Bahrain Grand Prix and the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. Um, we currently have not had a race this weekend. So we're doing a random episode where we just talk about Formula One. <laughs> I like racing. I love talking about racing. We love guys. racing. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so we've decided the topic of today's video is going to be about the F1 calendar, the tracks that are on it, um, mainly just talking about the tracks from the perspective of someone who has driven a lot of these tracks on the sim um, and has a lot to say about them. So I guess, Neil, do you have... And, and yours, and yours, <laughs> as, a, as I say. Like, your, your perspective as well, hopefully. My perspective as a fan, yay! Yes, so true, no, so I have, true. I do have some favourite tracks, um, but I guess I'll start by asking you, do you have a favourite track? I know you don't tend to have favorites of anything. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think I used to say Suzuka was my favorite track, but I can't. I don't know if it is anymore. Like, and not that I don't like it anymore. It's just like, I don't know. They all. They're all different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I. I don't. I, they're not like. I would not take any track in exclusion of every other track. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so for me. I I think you you do have a favorite, don't you? I I have three favorites. So. You have three favorites. Oh yes. my god, guys. So, Interlagos is one of my mm -hmm. absolute favorites. I just remember races from when I was younger. It brings back some great memories. I feel like Brazil always brings a 10 out of 10 race. I can't remember a boring one at Interlagos. Um, I, I just love how the layout is. I love the vibe of the track. I just think it's great. Um, and it's cool to look at as well, just as a viewer seeing them kind of swoop around the S's. It's like, ah! Um, Silverstone, obviously. Um, being mm, British, yes. it's my home track. Um, I've F1 there. British bias all the time, guys. Honestly, all the time. Honestly, honestly the cooldown room. So, <laughs> this has been manipulated, man. This is so not right. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, I've been to Silverstone multiple times now, um, both for F1 That's and true. not for F1. I feel like I've seen the whole track. I feel like it's part of me at this point, That's you know? That's true. It's an extension of my house. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've been in the pit lane, I've been in the, the wing building, I've been across the bridge that goes over the track, I've been in the grandstands, I've been in some other grandstands, I've been in the building with a balcony that overlooks the track, and I know Neil, you were there for that as well. That was so fun. real, so real. That was the UTC. You love, you, that was you, the UTC. That's what it stands for, actually. You love to see. That's what UTC stands for. You love to see it. That's a, that's a little known fact. That's a, that's a cool down and exclusive right there. You guys can take that home with you. Oh, wow. <laughs> So yeah, I I feel like I've seen I've seen Silverstone for sure, um, and then Bahrain is my other favorite. Um, I feel like in F one it wasn't the most exciting race this year, um, but I just generally mm -hmm. like the track. It's probably the track I'm most familiar with the layout of besides Silverstone, um, because I've played some of the F one games and it's the first one in the calendar on those. So I always which one though? Because in F one twenty eighteen, which you played a lot. Australia oh, is the first one. True. The only reason I know Albert Park's layout. 
right. like, off the top of my head. Yeah, like, so it started off with Albert Park, but then Bahrain, I've, I think I played 2019, no, 2020. I don't know, but I feel like I've driven on it a lot in the games. Um, yeah, yeah, that's so, reasonable. <laughs> it is the second one in 18 and 19. So yeah, so it's, it's right not up too there. Far and um, in terms of, of a series, I've watched Formula 2, Formula 3 there. And I just really enjoyed the racing. Something that I'll always remember is that one that one moment. I think it was F2 2021. Yeah, yeah it was. Are you thinking what I'm thinking with Piastri? Yes, I, I do know the one you're talking about. Yeah. It's the one with the, the Oscar Piastri one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. So yeah, yeah, they're like coming down the, the main straight. They're like, who's going to come out in front? And then Oscar Piastri like zooms into view. It's Oscar Piastri. And then they like come around this corner and there's like those chaos. It's so good. It's so good. So... Yeah, shout out to the Bahrain International Circuit. Um, <laughs> it's a bit of a random choice. I love I you, feel, buddy. Yeah, I feel like people don't always think of that one. You know, when, when you ask someone their favorite track, a lot of people are just going to say Spa, Silverstone, Interlagos. Um, it's surprising, actually. I haven't seen a, a lot of the newer fans uh, get, like the ones who got into the sport in the past, like maybe three, four years. I haven't seen as many people liking Spa, and I kind of understand why that is. You know what I mean? Because in terms of F1, at least, it's nowhere near... And I remember you got a lot of heat on Twitter for saying this one time. Um, <laughs> yeah. Spa doesn't, is, isn't necessarily the best track for overtaking, and other than the camel straight, right? And a lot of people, A, don't understand that, B, don't want to hear that. Because in yeah. their mind, they think bad for overtaking equals, like, Monaco, Paul Ricard, oh no, Hungaroring, ew, that's disgusting. <laughs> How could you call my beloved Spa that? Um, when in reality, hard to overtake is not equal bad. In fact, in, in a lot of cases, Spa especially, in my opinion, hard to overtake can, in fact, mean more exciting because they have to work so much harder to get it done. So when they do get it done, it's amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that kind of thing. So, yeah, but I have definitely seen a, a lack of um, as much passion from the new fans for Spa and uh, Monza, they still do. But yeah. Spa, Monza are the two like, very basic uh, responses that everyone used to give. Which I have seen a drop off of recently. Monza, Monza's cool though. I feel like there's like Monza's okay. magical Monza vibes, you know? <laughs> yeah, but that kind of applies to any track. I, it's just like, I don't know, like a, every country which likes F1 is like, oh my god, that's so magic. The atmosphere, oh my god. And like obviously Ferrari fans and Italians and all that are going to be like, oh my god, the Tifosi atmosphere in yeah. Monza, it's so amazing. There's nothing like it. And the British people are going to be like, oh my god, Silverstone, the vibe, the buzz around the paddock is just amazing in it. And, and it's like, it's like, yeah, of course they're going to think that. It's your home track. Like, I mean, F1 just has that kind of buzz around it. Yeah. And that's okay. But like, I feel like that's, a, that's, a, that's not a good metric, you know what I mean? Because there's no, like, sterile, sanitized feeling track. It's only the ones which, the only ones that come across that way are the ones where the fans are predisposed to going in thinking it's going to be bad. Right. Like, if you if you take, like, Shanghai, okay, admittedly, we haven't been there in a hot minute, but, like, Shanghai yeah. is associated with, like, oh, I, I mean, it's just, gosh, whatever, Chinese jumpy, you know, whatever, like, they, but compared to Suzuka, which is like, oh, my God, the Japanese fans are amazing, they'll come with a full Sebastian Vettel cosplay, and, oh, my they God, will. they made an F1 car hat, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, Chinese people also did that, like, I, yeah. I like, they, they all, it's it's very similar in terms I of I didn't vibe. know that, admittedly, actually. Uh, exactly you know what i mean it's like it's just not as popularly talked about because people don't want to like shanghai circuit because it's oh you know tilkit room whatever it's just like whatever See, I it was quite suzuka like... oh my god my my baby senna he drove there in the flip-flops one time in an nsx like okay yeah, all right it's a race track yes it's a nice track so are the other ones though you know what i mean like that kind of thing so i like yeah, shanghai. It's, just, it's one of those things 
it's nice. I like it, I mean, the it is monster turn one. Like that is so fun to me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it is quite entertaining turn one. Although I think Sipang has an almost identical turn one and two. So if we were if we had to choose between two, I'd probably have to go with Sipang. Fair enough. I I feel like Shanghai for me is one of those tracks. Again, it's right towards the beginning of the calendar in like F one twenty eighteen. It's the third one in twenty eighteen. <laughs> driven around it quite a lot it was also yeah. i got my first ever win in f1 2018 on that oh on my that god track. let's go i was so proud of myself we won't talk about the fact that all the ai was set to easy um that's fine. but that's that fine and matter. i was in like i was in a toro rosso we take those so <laughs> we take those every day of the week absolutely gapped the field yeah it's too easy <laughs> it's way too easy i love that um i feel like something that makes a track really good for me is when they have like a really cool bit um so I don't know. I don't know how to explain Which it. Which is but... the cool bit in your mind for Shanghai? So there's fast fit at the end. Um, I don't know how to explain it. There's there's like there's like a at the end like all pin. the few final corners. Uh, yeah, like, like the three so really corners. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I know there's a DRS straight, and then yeah, I know the one. Yeah, that one's really cool. And there's like the corner before that as well, where you kind of like go round. I hate that one. I really really hate that one. Because the F one games they are incredibly unrealistic in getting on the traction. So it's like. You'll be like ten percent throttle at like two fifty kph. You have like three million kilos of downforce on the car, and you still can't go flat out. And it's like, come on, this is silly, guys. This is silly. This is silly. And if you do, then it's like, okay, yeah, fine. You'll get through. Your tires are like two hundred and seventy-eight degrees on the exit, and then you instantly die when you reach the next corner. Like, like Sebastian Buemi in the Toro Rosso in twenty ten. You'll hit the brakes, and both front tires will go flying off the car at the same time. <laughs> like, that kind of Which thing. Track it was, was actually that? at that exact corner as well. Really? Anyway, the yeah, I'm not a huge fan of it. Well, wow. Um, but it's also <laughs> yeah. It's a, it, uh, the the reason mainly though being that I don't actually in sims and all I don't actually race an F1 because that much I don't race the F1 game at all. Um, so I usually stick to the European tracks. Um, because that's what the other series mostly stick to. All the popular ones in the international community, as we know, uh, motorsport is a very Eurocentric uh, like. Yeah. thing so yes there are tracks all over the place but we don't use them as much as spa monza hungara ring brandsart silverstone donington yeah. park like all, like all of those ones so i know those ones better so shanghai is just one of those ones where it's like yeah i appreciate it a lot but it's also like i don't have that like familiarity feeling you know what i mean yeah that makes sense i was gonna say something insightful but i forgot <laughs> That's that's reasonable. It happens to the best of us. I just I like I just took ADHD medication like an hour ago, so I'm like, as as alive and awake as one can as I can be. I love that. The mind is focused and clear. I'm sure if I did like actual hard drugs, I could be alive. But that's not legal or safe, guys. Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. It's expensive. You can you can spend that money on racing instead. Exactly. Always remember that, guys. So actually, let's talk about um, spending that money on racing. Cart tracks. Yes, let's. While we talk about tracks. Yes. Tell me about, about some them? of. Tell me about some of the cart tracks you've driven at. I was gonna ask uh, you to I pick driven... a favorite, but that's not gonna happen, was... is it? No, I can't. I can't actually pick a favorite because <laughs> oh. I do actually know which my cart favorite favorite okay. karting track is. Go ahead. Uh, it's PFI in the UK. Uh, I'm a big fan of PFI. PFI best track ever, all time. It's so easy, clear of everything else. Um, I've driven quite a few UK tracks. I've driven like three or four Indian tracks. To be honest, there are only like five or six like good ones in India. Um, but like in 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 the UK, they're they're pretty decent. I've driven PFI, Wilton Mill, Buckmore Park, and a couple of others as well. But um, those are the main three. And to me, PFI just has that like that 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 feel. You know, it feels cool. It feels so much like more legit than the than the others. 
and thus seeing something as Bakma Park and Walter Mill are not like shady tracks. You know, but I, by no means are they shady tracks. Mm-hmm. But like, like PFI feels like it's on that next level in terms of like production value. You know what I mean? Like it has a full pit lane. It has like a separate building that is the paddock. It has like separate garage buildings. Yeah. Walter Mill is like. you go from the park the paddock actually what what the biggest revelation from becoming just like a racing watcher to a racing driver was the concept of a paddock this that's the most deceptive thing i've ever heard in my life people are like oh yeah the paddock it's like oh like all of the things are set up there like yeah okay but like it's a parking lot guys like <laughs> why do you think they set up there it's because that's where the trucks parked like that's that's the parking lot so yeah wilton mill has a gigantic parking lot and you just are out operating out of the back of your car there which is also why i uh wear my race suit to the track all my teammates change when they get to the track into their suit i don't want to do that because it's cold and wet and miserable in the uk most of the time and changing in a paddock parking lot in the mud it's just not nice right and geniusly geniusly right me and abruzzi not sponsored but amazing i have black um like leg sections of the suit so when i'm wearing a t-shirt or like a coat on top of it it just looks like pants it just looks like black trousers uh trousers i'm not british only british people think pants mean underwear i am not one of those people guys i am not british silly i am one um, of those people <laughs> anyway it uh, so i i don't want to operate out of uh like <laughs> literally uh, a patch of mud um so but pfi it has the it has like a building it has like locker rooms and stuff like that a little bit like daytona tamworth which we went to yes um like even better than that you know what i mean so um i i, I really like it and also it's just a very cool layout in my opinion cuz it's it has streets it has corners it's a figure of eight track with a bridge that goes on top it's it's lovely and it's not excessively bumpy it's not like it's a pretty normal track there's nothing like special about it other than the fact that it's just good it's just really good right as compared to like bakma park you don't get a single break at bakma park it's you're never there's no streets at bakma park you get like maybe 3 seconds of total non steering wheel moving time otherwise you're always in a corner and that's tiring man it's really tiring <laughs> like it's not as fun to race like that compared to pfi where you have a lot of time okay not a lot of time but like at least a few seconds per lap to think about what's going on like you can see oh his has he gained has he lost am i gaining on the cars and carts in front um can i set up a move all all this kind of stuff there's a lot you can think about bakma park is just like survive 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 hopefully someone doesn't overtake you if they do whatever like that, yeah. that kind of thing um and yeah and wilton mill is uh, it's great it's very 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 bumpy on the main street um so you kind of just die uh <laughs> so yeah i mean wilton mill is great though to be fair pfi it does take take the cake in my opinion though uh, and also it's the closest to where we are uh, operating from our operating base in nottingham university of nottingham it's only 40 minutes away it's our home track guys now technically there is nottingham raceway and team sport nottingham but i'm not counting those cuz they yeah. are not as good in terms of like proper proper like tracks um pfi is the the greatest track of all time honestly okay so here what about here's... you do you have a favorite karting track i mean oh. <laughs> i've really driven at one which is tarna tamwa yeah i'm remembering that correctly that okay yeah yeah um it was pretty fun it was pretty scary um <laughs> It was very bouncy. It was very very bouncy. Yeah, just to to let our listeners know, I was so bad. I was the worst. Well, actually, I was the second. You worst. you weren't you weren't bad. You were just slow. I was slow. There's a difference. There True. is a difference. I was a great backmarker. I kept out of everyone's you way. You backmarked very well. You did backmark incredibly adeptly. I backmarked back- back- so well that no one even knew I was backmarking. 
Yeah. Which no, she great. was so far out of the way to let us through without impeding us that on my GoPro footage we struggled to find her. In fact, I have like maybe 10 total seconds of footage. We had to we were literally like going frame by frame. Literally, to try literally and we find watched the, the entire thing. We like is that is this you? Is this you? And then it never was. Like And you could tell was. it was me because I was doing this like old lady posture. I was like No, the way she was sitting in the car. So usually you sit with your like fully your back is against the seat, your shoulders are normal, your hands are on the wheel like this, and you're looking forward, right? She was sitting like that but her head was like <laughs> like you can't even tell from this angle you uh, sorry for our audio only listeners i forgot i forgot this is audio only my deepest like apology right? but she sits normally but her head is just like insanely far forward um yeah and it just looks a bit strange it is just like a hunchback eager type look you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> and it's not very good for your spine uh, oh, it's just, it's gamer posture in reality it is gamer posture, posture. Um, and as a, as someone who never I've never gamed in my life actually guys this is sarcasm <laughs> slash s guys this is sarc- I'm, I, I've never gamed in my life obviously I've never ever gamed I would never sit like that um, <laughs> so, but, but I can call like, last WC after sitting like that yeah <laughs> definitely I w- yeah he did have a good laugh at me afterwards um, when it I got out it was funny it was funny <laughs> I deserved it to be honest no one told me how really to funny. sit in the car I saw also no they were one, like you I mean, have to tie your hair back and I was really scared yeah. that my hair was going to get caught in the engine because they were all like, oh, you have to tie your hair back and tuck it into your race suit. Do not let it get stuck in the engine. Yeah, behind. it's not it's not and really like... that big of an issue on the carts we were driving because the carts we were driving, they were, uh, for those who know what that looks like, they were these 30 RT8 rentals. And those models, they have like full um, like plastic coverings for literally every mechanical component. So, but compared to like actual proper carts, like you can actually get your hair like tangled in the rear axle and that's, at at best it's incredibly painful <laughs> right so i mean you have a like race suit so you might as well tuck it in you know for yeah safety. i was so scared but in this i, like, I don't want to get scalped you know <laughs> it wouldn't scalp you it would just be very startling and and it would it would hurt it would definitely that hurt. would have caused me great distress i was already startled enough you, driving around it would tra- definitely have caused you some distress definitely some definite distress <laughs> Okay, so I have a question. I guess you're probably the best person to ask this because you're hopefully going to know. So we've seen some clips in F1 where there's they're at the F1 track, but there's also a karting track. Um, Spa comes to mind. Bahrain comes to mind. Spa, yes, yes, yes. Why is the karting track that's right next to the racetrack? Why is because that? Because I'm, I'm going there for quite. <laughs> okay, go on, sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, go on, sorry, sorry, sorry. Why yeah. is it not the same layout as like? Why is it not a mini version? I have thought the same thing for the past two years. Honestly, it's silly. It's very, very silly. They have made tracks like that for Assetto Corsa, which is a sim. Uh, during the pandemic, they called them GPK carts, like uh, tracks, like Grand Prix karting. Um, just for fun, because during the pandemic, people were just doing whatever, because <laughs> everyone was in the same instead of one track yeah. in real life. <laughs> Um, those who were on the uh, in the sim before and like everyone else as well. Um, so, and honestly, they're better. I don't, I don't get it personally. Spa karting comes to mind as a great example. It's a good karting track, but it would have been so much more entertaining if it were just mini full layered spa. Like that would have been so fun. That would have been great. Honestly, I'm, I'm upset. I'm very upset that they didn't do that. Yeah. Like it's not right at all. Honestly, it's an injustice. <laughs> Silverstone as a kart track would be sick. Honestly. If they scale it, like, proportionally. So imagine yeah. an F1 car is one car wide. Obviously, there is an X number of meters. Forget that. That doesn't matter. So say a particular portion of the track is 1.75 cars wide. It should be, if for the karting equivalent, 1.75 carts wide as well. Because carts are, like, almost exactly one meter. It's like 1.3 meters in the rear axle yeah. in terms of width. So you can 
pretty easily make that in the same amount of like land owned right yeah they should have done that honestly i it's yeah. crazy that they didn't do that i'm it, upset that it, they it, didn't it's always a question cuz sometimes you know there's a red flag or something and they cut to what's going yeah. on at the track and i'm always like why is it <laughs> random why have they just made like there's a couple looks- of things there's a couple of things i thought about that whenever that happens by the way like first is like it's crazy how much pressure you're under like cuz you sign up for a rental session a drive and drive session you pay at 20 quid or whatever mm-hmm. to do 10 minutes you're just driving around peacefully and then suddenly you have like a million viewers watching you and you don't even know it's happened until like afterwards right and i would hate to be that guy during spa 2021 where uh, they he got like maybe 10 seconds of like international coverage on the tv of, of his motorsport experience and he binned it in the gravel like that is unfortunate there there is no other word for it unfortunate right but also right if you're at a karting yeah if you're at a karting track right if you're at a karting track like and you're doing like a full outdoor track karting session surely like you have some level of liking of motorsport right Why would you do an arrive and drive karting session at the same time as an F1 Grand Prix? What logic is that? That doesn't make any sense. Unless now they like they know something might happen and they might get on the like I could see that happening but like yeah. before that became a common thing, why would you ever do that? Like I I, I would just be watching the race. I have watched races from uh, from uh, kart tracks before like many times. Maybe. We never go out during the race. Yeah. Maybe it's people I've only that... actually done it one time. I have actually been on track during an F1 Grand Prix one time by mistake and it was the two 2020 Austrian Grand Prix, uh, the first one I think, or the oh, second one. Oh, okay, um, yeah, but the first one was good. I'm sure you were there for that. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. I was there for the first one. It was, was the, the second one. one of the uh, for context, for listeners who don't remember off the top of their heads, this was the first year of the pandemic, uh, and the one which was effectively the, the one where the season was strongly affected by the lockdown. So we started the season in like mid July with two rounds back to back at the Red Bull Ring. Yeah. So this was the second one. Uh, it was my friend's birthday, and we were doing karting together on that day. And our plan was right: we would do, we would book like three or four karting sessions of like ten, ten minutes each, do them, and then it, it, we sh- we were scheduled to be done like as the race build up was starting, and we'd watch it at the track and then go home, right? Now it didn't end up going like that. There were other people at the track, and we had to wait for the queuing and all that. So I was doing my final session during the first like three laps of the of the Grand Prix. That was oh not goodness. fun because I think there was some drama relating to Charles Leclerc smashing his wing into a million pieces. I like, I do remember before that. having like an amazing comeback. <laughs> uh, and he 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 um did he go uh, into the back of well, Gasly? Yeah. He did. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> it's easy to do, but still, like, it's unfortunate. I always especially because always... he got driver of the day from the comeback. I hate when that happens. Actually, you know, when a driver it's, like it's good really fun. messes it's good up, fun. and the, yeah, like, it, it's Ricardo very Ricardo or Perez would qualify really badly. And to be fair, Alex Albon. Like I feel like no, I feel he like, didn't get driver like... of the day. Alex never got driver of the day. He, did he not? That's, no, he never did. Like he'd be like, oh wow, what a comeback. No, actually, that's actually you're, you're right. You're right. I'll tell you why. Because they wanted him to come back to uh, a podium position with yeah, Verstappen second. They didn't. They didn't want Hamver, but they wanted Hamver Alb. Where Alb is starting in like P nineteen, that's what yeah. they wanted actually, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense. Like, no one is doing that. Not even Verstappen is doing that. Actually, he is, but aside from Verstappen, no one else is doing that. Yeah, so that, I was about that to say ag- ag- even Verstappen isn't, but that hasn't aged well given what happened in Saudi, fifteenth to second. <laughs> so what's what is the lowest someone's ever started um started a race and then won? I'm trying to remember. And then one, I yeah. I believe it was eighteenth. I think it was eighteenth. When? <laughs> I don't. It was a long time ago. Wait, lowest grid. I'm googling this. <laughs> That's all right. While you do that, uh, it was John Watson, oh. Long Beach, in the U.S. in 
He started Wait, 22nd. What? Oh my god. Wow. Oh my god. That's not even doable. Oh my god. Today. And Nicky Lauder, Nicky Lauder, his teammate, uh, started 23rd next to him and came second. They, they got a 1 2 from 22nd. They really and 23rd said, and let me just cut through the pack. This is, this, is, love, this is a perfect example, by the way, of people are like, oh my god, F1 is so boring these days. It was so much more exciting back in the day when the cars could actually fight with each other. What do you mean, bro? Like, <laughs> like McLaren had so much faster of a car that they could start 22nd and 22nd and 23rd and get a 1 2. Like, the field spread back then, people needed to have pre qualifying because they were like so far off the pace that there'd be a danger to have in the Grand Prix. Forget the Grand Prix to be in the qualifying session. They wouldn't qualify to qualify. Like, 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 like imagine that. No, I mean, to be fair, it makes sense. When you have teams like Andrea Moda with like minus $3 million of preseason budget, right? Who are like, they really don't like one of their drivers. So they intentionally break one of their, one of their driver's steering columns and send them out and spark qualifying and be like, yeah, take a flat, bro. take a rich flat. Hoping that he dies so that they, like, this is real, by the way, this did happen. Google it. Um, they, they hoped he would die so that they didn't need to buy him out of his contract because they didn't have the money to do that. And it didn't work. Uh, what? But unfortunately for them, it didn't work. He survived. Um, but they they actually genuinely attempted murder on that driver to get away from paying the thing. Um, and the yeah, obviously the <laughs> FIA did not like that particularly. They also only had one car, and it wasn't allowed. Like there was a one point. Uh, like hang a, on, rewind, on they, rewind. Yeah. What? <laughs> Yeah, they tried to kill that driver because they didn't want to buy him out of the contract and there was another driver offering more. They, well, obviously, it's a paid driver seat. 99% oh of the seats are paid driver seats, especially back in those days. So th- this was no different. There was another guy offering to pay more, but he had already signed this contract for the rest of the season. So they're like, let's kill him. Like, like, like he can, we can make him die because we can't afford to pay him out for his contract, right? So let's just kill him. And right. they actually did that. Google it. It's called Andrea Moda F1 Team. There's been many great like video essays on YouTube about it. I think it's we need insane. a video essay at this rate. It's rate. crazy. Cool down every huh? video essay about this at some point. Yeah, we 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 can we can we can do that. <laughs> that can be bonus content instead of the, like the like sort of free form podcast that we do. We can make like scripted episodes every now and then where we just tell a story. I'll just be that, like, that would be hello. good fun. Yeah, I think a WTF one podcast had that like a few years ago, but uh, WTF one has been through some changes as of late. So we could we could take out that mantle honestly. We could, it could be, be the us. new WTF one. We could we could be LTF one like LTF. like. This. <laughs> Because <laughs> we don't take uh, doves compared to them. L- right? like L- we have L- not got millions. LL1. That's so true. L- last L- lap one. The it Lucy's work. not it a work. Oh, oh, No, no, no. Lucy, last one. Well, I'm oh, no, that's actually. Even no, no, no. I didn't we... mean it like that. I did not mean it like that. <laughs> While we're talking about WTF1, actually, I know some of our listeners will be the... fans of WTF1. What, what happened to WTF1? Um, no, I know I, what I happened to know. WTF1. Oh, you're asking well, to like, talk to no, them? No, I, I just I want to address the, the listeners. Um, yeah. So, obviously, they have had some changes in um, content creators lately. We've got, you know, some new people um, presenting now. Um, they have received some crazy levels of hate recently like people have been I mean, I guess so I, I horrible yeah and it's it's a huge shame really like any wtf1 video post just look in the comments and you'll see like uh, a whole range of people just saying nasty things either saying like oh this person doesn't know anything about f1 bring back matty and tom and it's like it's there's just no need so I just, uh, it just sucks. And I wish Yeah, I mean, there is nicer. definitely a significant issue on the internet of a lack of ability to just keep scrolling. Yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. If, if people say something they don't like, see something they don't like, they see it as an opportunity to farm attention of other people who also don't like it. So they can't just fight off that urge to just ignore it and keep going. Like, no one's forcing you to yeah. watch it. 
Like, I completely understand people not liking WTF1 after they changed, uh, like, everything. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. It was a very personality-driven channel, and it's different personalities now. Yeah. And it's it all happened It's perfectly understandable to not enjoy it anymore. It's mm-hmm. perfectly understandable to not enjoy it anymore. Just don't watch it. You don't have yeah. to click on the video. And that's the thing. Like, it's, it's, it's not no like, one's asking them to do that. It's not like the two previous hosts, um, Matt and Tom, have, like, gone anywhere. Well, they exactly. Have, they've they've made gone somewhere, they, but it's like, it's, they're still they've making pulled, content. <laughs> I, I know this is a touchy subject for you specifically because of past beefs on Twitter, but they pulled a Jeremy Clarkson. Uh, they pulled a Jeremy Clarkson. They got fired from their original show, which was popping off like crazy, and they made their own off-brand rip-off of it to do the exact same thing under a different channel. And it it is working well, as it did for Jeremy. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're having great success, and I do wish them the best. I mean, I've met Matt Gallagher. He's lovely. Um, so, you know. Matt Gallagher, if, if, see, the thing is, I don't know Matt Gallagher, but one thing I can say about him, for sure, without a doubt, even without knowing him, he is an absolute mastermind at playing the game of social media. He is so good at it, and I envy that skill, like, a lot. Like, he, <laughs> he's really, really good. Yeah. Like, honestly, it's insane. Like, it, he can crank out posts like it's like he is the f1 he is f1 today it's not like every everyone else is just like like a it's a microcosm of his own brain each <laughs> neuron is represented by one account on f1 twitter it's it's wow. insane how tuned in he is to it and it's to the extent where he's not tuned into it everyone else is just it's all his world and everyone else is just living in it i say everyone else because i today i uninstalled twitter let's go because i apparently got hacked last night and i'm like i'm not dealing with this oh, and no. i deactivated my account i deactivated my account instagram before i did also get hacked on instagram but it seems to be an independent incident um but yeah i fixed that oh, as well. i have not deleted instagram guys did follow me on instagram have... at neil basil guys yes <laughs> but do it i did i did as well yeah i did i did have to factor I and I had a completely, you. I had one of those like password manager auto-generated passwords with like a million characters, a million special characters, a million upper and lowercase mix. Like it, it, it's insane. I don't know what my password was. It was that level. I needed to get the, the manager to auto-fill. Wow. Um, but I hear that it, there have been some huge YouTubers hacked as well as of the last week. So I, I would imagine it's something uh, kind of relating to that, especially because when they did hack you, the way you got to know was it got changed into a Bitcoin scam page. Um, relating to like Tesla and being like, oh yeah, if you give us Bitcoin, we'll give you double. And it was the same on my Instagram. So I assume there's something going on on the social media platform side relating to that. I have I just realized this is an F1 podcast and I've done completely off the rails, but it's okay, guys. We are here for the personalities. <laughs> of- absolutely, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I guess, I guess to finish the point I was making, just be nice, um, you know, support yeah. your favorite yeah. creators like me and like Neil. Um, and like know. exactly like us actually in yeah. fact it, we obviously would love to spread the message their love and support or more importantly than that forget love and support empathy is the most important thing don't forget that they are human beings reading it but Absolutely. more importantly than that we are human beings if no one else gets the love at least make give it to us at least make sure that <laughs> and i'm just kidding everyone deserves <laughs> human empathy that's a pretty basic yeah. thing that you do need to i feel you do need to learn uh, as a human being um, but yeah, that, that aside, WTF1, I'm sure they will bounce back eventually, Absolutely, but I don't yeah. see it happening anytime they, soon. They've now. got some great personalities on, like, I've I've listened to a few of the videos and stuff, and, you know, they make some really good points, um, Dre especially. Is very, it's definitely, very I feel, a different uh, target audience, though, and that's okay, like, it, yeah. the audience will cycle through eventually. Yeah. Like, it, and things change, and that's the like, thing. Like, for is... example, for, like, Top Gear to Grand Tour, like, the new Top Gear hosts, they're not like that bad. Like they're just not at all the same, and that's okay. Yeah. They're they're not the same people, right? You can't expect them to do the same thing. So it's taken like two or three years, but now the current Top Gear watchers of the current BBC Top Gear, they they like the show. 
like it's a it's apparently a pretty good show i don't watch it because i don't actually i now that i think about it i don't actually watch much of anything other than <laughs> that's okay but, um i used to i used to watch it um and apparently it's not bad nowadays so yeah uh, people will get used to it definitely it just give it time you know yeah. and in the meantime don't harass people guys <laughs> they they yeah. just human beings trying to trying to live their lives have a, have a good time you know and you know they're they're all working really hard as well i know that and yeah no but either either way yeah. they they do deserve yeah, basic human like rights <laughs> yeah so moving back to the actual topic of the video which so true, so true. Is, were we meant to be talking about race tracks I... oh yeah we were as well oh yeah now nah, it's okay we were still on topic about like yeah the motorsport community yeah. you know what i mean yeah so what do you think makes a good F1 track. Like what are the components? That is a very complicated question because the definition of a good track varies hugely between me and I feel the majority of people on Twitter, which is another reason I'm not I'm glad I'm not on it anymore. <laughs> um yeah, I like I, I don't I don't know um if I think the same about what makes a good track. For example, for me Hungaroring SS plus tier best track of all time, goated contender, amazing track. And I don't think the general community likes it as much because they're like, "Oh my god, oh, you can't overtake, you can't overtake." Like, okay, so what? Like, you know what I mean? Like, overtaking is not the only thing that happens in an F1. But race. why is Hungaroring for you such a good track? Like, what makes for it... me Hungaroring is such a great track because of the fact it's a couple of things actually. A couple of them are more general, and a couple are definitely personal to me. Um, the the more general stuff is like I think it's a really good layout in terms of just just seeing an F1 car on the limit of what is physically possible. on a track like hungaroring take like the second sector even like turn 3 uh, uh four sorry um which is the uphill blind left hander that kind of thing the the second sector where it's like almost entirely like fourth gear you never like you barely touch the brakes like it's it's so sick to watch like the the onboard hot lap in 2020 of the W11 uh, lewis's hot lap uh, pole lap it's amazing it's genuinely it's i i, I was like breathless i was like oh my god this is crazy right and it, it's really like i really like I'm super enthralled just watching a car go around that track uh, at speed uh, no matter what the circumstances. Um so even honestly if the if the Grand Prix is hella boring and it's like everyone is going single file I don't care like it's so it's still so much fun to me uh, to me to watch that. Yeah. Um to watch that track. As compared to like uh, for the more personal stuff the reason I particularly like it a lot is um it was one of the first tracks I was able to drive in the sim in a competitive context uh which was fully laser scanned. Uh, and millimeter accurate so like i was be i knew like invisible bump invisible as in like yeah okay if you like put your head right next to the circuit you'd probably be able to see it but it's the kind of ones which you'd only see like when you're driving over it you'd feel it and and you'd hear it you know that kind of thing it's it's uh those kinds of bumps i could like identify and learn like i i felt like i really knew the place before f1 had gone there for that season and then watching the actual like sessions on tv i was like this is insane like whoa whoa i know i know that bump i know that bump. i know that place where dust accumulates oh my god that's crazy like that that was such a cool experience for me that like i i will always have a special place um nice. other than the fact that it's also really fun it's a really fun track to drive for the exact same reason as like uh why i think it's great to watch an f1 car go so around even other laser scanning a track so yes that that makes it accurate when you're driving on the sim but how do they laser scan a track like what's the process so it depends it depends so different companies do it differently Um the same I'm driving I believe they send a van with a laser scanning thing on like a huge tripod on the back and it like it drives like up a slow lap around the track and they really like uh, scan the whole surface texture of the road like each like 
basically tarmac is made out of a bunch of stones with tar goo put in between them right so each shape of each individual stone basically um other sim companies do it by like they position the tripods at various parts of the track and they do like a sweeping scan like i racing does that for example um and i don't exactly know which one the f1 teams use but i know for a fact that all i think all of the f1 teams use the same laser scan data because they found it's a lot more of a beneficial thing for everyone involved if they just agree to pay each other for one scan to go instead of each of them individually going and scanning it um but it is an incredibly expensive and time consuming and difficult process to do i know that for a fact yeah but clearly it makes a big difference it it is worth it it is for sure worth it and uh, definitely even with consumer grade sims like the ones you can just like buy as a steam game on your mm-hmm. laptop um even those ones it's very very hard to like release a new sim game these days and not have laser scan tracks like people are going to be like bro like what are you doing like we've had laser scan tracks in like consumer grade games since like yeah. 2019 like what like what, like what are we playing <laughs> out here i'm looking at you codemaster the official f1 game what are we doing here guys we have not updated our tracks since like 2011 guys what are we doing guys anyway um, <laughs> <laughs> it has to be said it simply has to be said yeah um so i saw a tweet a few days ago or maybe i don't know um and i can't remember who it was that put it out but Shout out to her if it was you. Shout out You're to that awesome. person. Shout out you to that person. <laughs> you were the one writing script topics or uh, conversation bullet points. Yes, for the we love those. Lucy, what we is it called? Cooler and Doomfuck. I was at the last Love Lucy podcast. No, that's not quite right. Um. Anyway, yeah, go. <laughs> um. Yeah. So it basically asked if you could go to any F one track, past or present, to watch a race. Which one would you go to? What What do you think? Which one would you go to? Which one would you go to? I asked you first. This is this oh, is this okay. is the manipulator okay. man. Well, assuming it's That's not true actually. I just completely lied about that. But I, you did ask me first, but I'm going to make you answer it's first okay. anyway. It's okay. It's okay. Um so assuming it's all expenses paid, um Yeah, assuming money is no object, like it's literally not a factor. There's some top contenders for me. Las Vegas. <laughs> I know this is a controversial one because right. we haven't actually seen Las Vegas. I'm sure it'll be fun to be there. Like I'm just like Las Vegas in, yeah. is like it's the it's the party destination, right? yeah. so I'm sure. Actually, I don't know for people like us, um we we are neurodivergent. We are not party type people. For, I'm I'm obviously you know this last time yeah. so I'm talking to the listeners when I say this. Yeah. Um but like we we are not definitely not Las Vegas type people. So I I actually don't know. I I think I've I'm been to Las Vegas. Vegas. I don't know if you would like it that much. Las Vegas was yeah, rather scary. Las Vegas in experience. the context of like a, a proper event on the strip with like many outrated things that I can't say uh like just in general because my soul will be stained forever not because it's a swear word it's just it's just a crime against humanity you know what i mean that that kind of thing i'm sure there's plenty of that going on in las vegas yeah so, i mean we all saw that scene from percy jackson the first movie where they get yeah. uh, hypnotized the life changing scene las vegas and that they, they will be like that for real for real they will be boxing every single lap because they don't realize that they they have been hypnotized by the new uh, pink tires that they got put on the lotus tires they don't realize um it's going to be like that basically <laughs> This is one of the most insane, <laughs> insane jokes I've done. Las Vegas, and it's it's on the podcast. Vegas. Let's go in, baby. Percy Let's go. Jackson. Anyway, <laughs> shout out to Percy Jackson. Shout books. out Percy Jackson. He Honestly. was really. He would he would be at least four tenths of the pace for real. Yeah, for real. he would. But he would drive well in the rain. Yeah, because he has so the water manipulating abilities from so being right. the son of Poseidon. Honestly, Nepo baby, to be fair. Oh, but he would be the real uh, rain master because he could drive on slicks in the rain. purely because of the fact that what do wet tires do 
they get the water out of the way so that rubber the rest of the rubber on the tire can touch the tarmac he can just do that with his mind he can just move the water out of the way on the specific line we he love on, that drive over it and behind him put the water back so the other drivers can't use it you know he's so right that's that's great <laughs> so yeah las vegas I I hear it's going to be quite the spectacle. Am I a party person? Absolutely not. But am I going to enjoy it? Probably. I'm or at sure. Least try. I'm sure you will. Imagine fair, the yeah. social media. You know the photos. The yeah, videos. the content would be insane. We we okay. We may not be party people, but we have the the posting mental illness. Yes. There's a specific brand of mental illness where we post a lot and we have content brain. Everything <laughs> is through the lens of content first, and then everything else second. Yes. And honestly, it's a curse. <laughs> but in this situation, it's a blessing because Las Vegas Grand Prix. Let's yes. go, guys. Also, it got you a job. So aside from that, aside from that, it's a curse. Yes. So I was at Auto Sport. Oh me? Okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm still going. Oh I yeah, just, okay, I yeah, just, yeah, yeah. My okay. brain didn't brain. Um. So <laughs> I was at Auto Sport International, and I was accredited media. Casually was, flexing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Casually flexing. So um, just, I, like no, but to be fair, it gets balanced out. It, I tried to speak there. It gets balanced out because unfortunately, you did also have to go to Birmingham. So it, I, it's okay. I it's did okay. have to go. It's, to it's balanced out. No, it's okay. Birmingham's quite nice, actually. <laughs> um, I mean, so, I mean, I liked it. You know what? I really so, guys. I was actually racing um last week during the Saudi Arabia Grand Prix weekend, and I and also so was my University of Nottingham BUKC team, and I was like fighting off the urge like crazy to say on the team WhatsApp group chat. I'm so sorry you have to go to Wales today, guys, because they were racing at Glenigars, which is in Wales. I was like, I'm no! so sorry you guys have to go to Wales, and then I realized, oh wait, I can't say that. I'm going to South India. Like I can't. I am not allowed to say that. Like, never mind. No. And, uh, Wales yes, I is didn't nice say it, but too. Honestly, I was thinking it. <laughs> okay. So anyway, I was at Autosport International, and I was in the media center, and we we had a few of us kind of chatting and it was really interesting because it was my first time being in like a proper big media center yeah. and it, it yeah. was really interesting hearing the discussions of the people that were going to go to f1 races as media um and a lot of them they were talking about it rather than saying which races they were going to they were saying which races they weren't going to and someone brought up las <laughs> yeah. vegas and they all like everyone's faces like lit up everyone was so excited at the prospect of going to las vegas like just seeing the paddock seeing the vibe Every single media personnel is going to try and get. Because I assume also that their um their uh whoever they're working for like uh I guess like Autosport or whoever they're like you know what I mean like the yeah. the publication that they work for as media journalists uh I'm sure they are reimbursing them for some amount of the travel expenses as well. Absolutely. So that's like a that's a perfect that's a perfect way to go to Las Vegas, the one where you don't have to spend that much money. Yeah. <laughs> that just means as... you have more money to be able to lose in a casino. It's actually nine million. Yeah, I was gonna say just as long as you don't go in a casino, but actually, yeah. Yeah, but I'm sure. I mean, like, casino. yeah, you have some extra lying around. They always say, and this is sound advice, I'm sure. Um, d- don't ever spend money in a casino that you're not willing to lose, mm-hmm. and that means basically they have more money they're willing to lose. Willing, I don't know, but able to probably. <laughs> I always, I always <laughs> love telling this story. Well, my mum told it to me. She went to Las Vegas in like 2000. And she beat mm-hmm. Vegas. She put like twenty p in a machine, and like fifty p came out. They say the house said, always wins. Damn, I didn't know your mum was called the house. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's so, crazy. And then she just no was way. like, "Well, I'm gonna quit while I'm ahead," because she just wanted to put a coin in the machine just to say she gambled at Las Vegas. And then she like more money came out, and she was like, "Well," and then she just walked away. And now she can forever. Okay, well, I thought Vegas. the way you said that. The way you said that, I thought it was gonna be like. Ah, uh, she should. She thought she should quit while she was there. But while she was there, she did one more and lost everything. Like I was, I was so ready for that. Because that's no. always how it goes, isn't it? No. That's just how it goes. 
Um, I would don't I'm... gamble, kids. It's not a good idea. You can instead spend your money on racing, and you can become broke that way instead. It's a better way to become broke because at least you'll have a certain amount of fun while doing it. Actually, yes. you probably won't, but like you can at least have the delusion of thinking you might have fun. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's possible. Never say never. <laughs> so it seems like Las Vegas is going to be the type of track where there's just so much going on. Like it's just going to be such a spectacle. So I would love to see that. However. Mm. I would also like to see some other tracks. Monaco has always been a dream of mine since I was about four years old. I've always wanted to go. I've never gone. Someone please take me to Monaco. Um, and um, so Singapore, again, for the spectacle. Like, that mm. would just be so cool. Um, I think those would be my top three. I can't really think of anywhere else that I would... Would you survive go. Singapore, though? Because I think, I think it's like... Yeah, I think it's about as hot as it is here, which is 26.7 degrees inside the room. Will I survive? I don't know. Oh, you know what you can do? Uh, I'll come with you. Don't worry. I'll come with you. What I'll do is, what my job will be, I will be the, like, support mechanic. So, in karting, the support mechanic will, like, push the cart trolley with you and stuff like that when you put it yeah. up onto the onto the stand. Um, I will be like that, except instead of a cart trolley, it'll be a bin. And instead of a cart, it'll be you. And it'll be one of those ice baths uh, that the drivers do in between sessions. So, you can just be in one of those the whole time. I love it. I'll be like Pierre Gasly, like you know, like exactly, exactly like that in the bin. Mm. Um, so, what about you? Which which track would you want to go to? That's a good question, you know. And it uh, to me, I think the answer depends because they said what past, present, and future. Future, okay. Tracks that don't exist yet. The track of which is my neighborhood. No, okay. So past and present, right? Um, yeah. They does that mean if I say a past track, does that mean the last cars to have raced at that track, the last F one cars, or does that mean like current cars at that track? Um, I guess the last cars to have raced. Actually, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Indian Grand Prix, but the international circuit. I would still, I would still go for that one. Um, nice. Partially because the V8 cars sound great. Obviously, we all know that. Partially because Sebastian Vettel dominance does fit my fantasy. Um, and also the fact that it's like right here. Like, okay, yeah. unfortunately, I would have to go into Uttar Pradesh, but it's okay. I will take the fall. It does happen. It does be like that from time to time. Um, so for those that don't know, that's like a region of India. It's a, <laughs> yeah, uh, Uttar Pradesh is a state. Um, a state. Yeah, like it's the state of the country. It it is the one in which both the international circuit resides. I know they call it New Delhi. That's a lie. It's not in New Delhi. Nor am I. I say I'm from Delhi. I'm not. That's a lie. I tell white people <laughs> because it's it's easier to explain that yes, I'm from Delhi NCR as a national capital region. So I am not from uh, Uttar Pradesh or Delhi. I'm from Haryana. Um, but I'm on. I'm from Haryana, right next to the border to Delhi. And both the international circuit is in Uttar Pradesh, very close to the border to Delhi as well. So it's like only like a two-hour drive away from me, which I understand in UK and Europe terms, that's like across the country, but that's a fairly it's reasonable not, It's not too bad. To two go. hours is probably like me going to London. So which, it's not too bad. That's like, you, you're in the Midlands, in the middle of the lands, and you're going to the bottom, basically. So that's like, a, that yeah. is kind of across the country. Kind anyway. of across anyway, the country, that aside, yeah. The entirety, the en- see, the entirety of, the Uni- of, of England, let's say, is the size of like Haryana. So that that is basically the size comparison we're working for here. Wow. So, but anyway, I would love to go to both international circuit because it's a pretty fire track, all things considered, and it is criminally underused at the minute. Yeah. Like we have plenty of for a few reasons, like mainly the, uh, being like a property dispute. Like uh, there is a, like some pretty big property dispute uh, problems regarding the landowners and the circuit builders, who are two different like companies, and who actually owns the track and has the rights to do things with it and stuff is there is 
conflict about that there is also conflict about the fact that literally the entire indian national racing scene occurs in tamil nadu which is another state which is at the bottom of the track which is a 2 hour flight away from both international circuit so it's just like would that not make the costs skyrocket if all of the national racing shoestring budget grassroots racing budget people had to take their cars all the way to like um delhi airport like that's crazy that's insane that's uh, unfathomable right um and also the fact that like um, the the vast majority of on track activity in single seaters in india is um training sessions for new drivers where <clears throat> all of the teams uh, combine together pool their money to rent out the track for two days and that can bring down the overall cost that the driver has to bear and when i say bring down i mean incredibly relative term it is still insane <laughs> it's insanely expensive although that being said uh i won't say the exact number not for any like secret reason i can just tell you if you ask me later on in dms but i'm saying this because the standard of what counts as expensive varies wildly from country to country and family to family and person to person but let me just say it this way i still cannot afford it in the slightest but i when i went to race uh in bangalore last weekend uh i was talking to a bunch of people who um were testing like proper uh like like national championship world championship of carts um and first of all everyone just assumed that i was also one of those drivers because i was like quick and i had like kit and yeah. all that which is agonizing but other than that the point was that they we were discussing like why do i not why do i not uh, race uh, road taxes and stuff like that and it's like i can't afford it uh i was just uh, talking to the team owner that uh, of the team i was like hanging out with uh, cuz i mean he owns the local karting track here in gurgaon so i have him on whatsapp and stuff like that so i was talking to him about it saying how much does it cost to do like a a, a few a couple of test days um in the national championship karts and he was like uh, oh it's well i'll tell you the number in rupees it's 90k rupees plus 50k of damage deposit and then plus gst which is good for service tax which for me is like still kind of out of reach to just drop on a whim like that i can't do that um, but like uh, clearly these guys can but what i found out when i was start discussing it with them is the fact that, that like they were they were saying to me you're clearly insanely quick well you you're quicker than us even so it's like why why don't you do it like uh, i feel like you could get a pretty good discount if they if they saw how how well you were doing and then we were discussing and i said this is how much he said it was when i asked him they were like oh my god okay we played a lot more than that so i was like i was like okay it, even when they bring the cost down it's still out of my reach you know that <laughs> that kind of crazy. problem that's crazy so, so imagine imagine if they were trying to do that but instead of having to pay for a pretty small time uh, curry motor speedway and computer where they already based they had to fly 3 uh, hours all the way like I, I want to say like three thousand kilometers all the way to uh, the international circuit, and then pay the uh, the fee associated with renting out an like an ex Grand Prix circuit. Like that that's that's crazy money in comparison. So they just don't do it. Like it just doesn't make doesn't make any financial sense. So the only people who actually end up using it are people who own like Lamborghinis, Ferraris, stuff like that, who just want to do a track day for fun, uh, which they were actually doing earlier today. And I was seeing on people's stories, and I, I feel very very offended and very racially discriminated against to not be uh, invited to. joke i'm joking they are all also indian that is the joke um but yeah i i would have loved to go there but i unfortunately don't have any supercar owning friends so i will be working yeah, on that unfortunately <laughs> that's okay i'll i'll get a supercar and then you'll have a supercar owning friend thank you I'll, i appreciate I'll that but can will to... yeah yeah i was about to say like having one is all well and good but it has to come here as well the thing is i don't like flying so you know what i'm going to just ship you'll the car you'll send the car you. on my yeah. you know you know what we can do you know what we can do in the passenger seat right in we can rig up like a camera to be exactly yeah. where your head would be and it could be Perfect. like a like a 3D like VR camera and you could just yeah. like um you can be in the car with me 
um that that would be the true en- enhanced experience uh, other than just me vlogging it and sending yeah. the video later that would be the true experience um but yeah basically we could do that cool this is good though you know on the on the on, on the non f1 grand prix weekends we get to talk about neil vasu racing <laughs> we can talk about anything we want so we can talk about anything there are no I'm, laws there are no laws to our you listeners Please do let us know which We can topics. legally kill you. In fact, we will legally kill you. Enjoy the next 45 minutes. I would recommend start running. No! Every second that you're not running, I'm getting closer. Yes, I'm looking at you. I'm talking to you, listener. Whoever's in the car right now, listening on your car radio, I'm listening to you. I'm talking to you. I see you. Yeah. Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan. No, Honestly. I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, no, there, the there's got to be at least like five, ten people who are like, what, Do you remember what, when, what? Like, oh, this is when you I'm, randomly I'm, I'm, said Jonathan? Oh, what? Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Long story, long story, guys. Um, it's anyway. a very long story. So we do need to start wrapping up now because my lunch is ready, Um, which... <laughs> <laughs> it's been no, fun. I must say though, I much, I gr- I much prefer being able to do a podcast when the sun is still available rather than Absolutely. like one AM, which is I mean, what I did last time after the well. Grand Prix. Yeah, the Australian Grand Prix will it be? Will be at ten thirty in the morning, so you guys can look forward to hearing from me after that one. I'm gonna ask I will one be... final question. Oh my god, yes. If you could bring back any track, I feel like I know what your answer is gonna be. Bring back any past track to the F1 calendar. Which one would it be? Dunnington Park. I know. I, I know. I know. That's a subversive answer. Given I didn't the fact think you picked that. Yeah, Dunnington Park. It's not going to be a good race for F1 Twitter, but it'll be a good race for my heart, and that's all that yeah, matters because I'm the one being asked the question. Shout out to my local track. <laughs> Shout out to. Uh, I'm going to say. Oh, I'm going to claim my it. My local as track. Yeah. Track. Because when I'm in the UK. Wait, okay, to be honest, it doesn't matter. I can't make that distinguishment given how close we live to each other when mm-hmm. I am in the UK, but, but it's also my local track. We're going to have to claim Dunnington. I love you, Dunnington. We're going to get a map. We're going to work out whose local track it is, who is geographically closer to Dunnington. I think I think it's me. I think it's me. I think it's I me. Because we have to go through, I have think, I think we have to go through Nottingham City Centre, don't we? We have to go past it to go to, to get to the mid, uh, to the, anyway. like, the highway or the motorway. Anyway. I, it's me, guys. I'm claiming the win. It doesn't matter. Michael Massey isn't here. He can't manipulate it. <laughs> I can, there's no laws and I, I will take the trophy whether it is given to me or not. I will okay. take it. Okay, well, congratulations, Neil. It's your This is track. like when Max Verstappen just instinctively sat down in the P1 in the cool down room in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> oh my God, guys. The cool, cool, down down room room, cool down room reference. This has been a really great way to outro this podcast, guys. Thank you so much for listening and watching. Be I will sure to like and subscribe. <laughs> the full-time host to the actual outro, but be if sure to like and subscribe it. and hit the follow button on Spotify if that is indeed where you are listening, Jonathan. And on <laughs> Be careful. I will be under your bed tonight. Thank you so much for listening, guys.